Welcome to Holistic Hearts, a place to dive deeper into living holistically, a place where my mom shares thoughts on living fully, creating intentionally, and empowering others to come along with her in this journey. Welcome, everyone. I am Kristen Chadwick, your host with Holistic Hearts. I am your spirit-led coach, helping you to integrate your mind, body, and spirit. I am excited today to welcome you to a fresh series that we're going to be starting called Pursuing Connection. And I thought I would share a story that I shared on my Facebook group. Uh, If you haven't gone and checked that out yet, guys, I encourage you to go do that. It's a free group for anyone who is seeking to integrate our minds, body, spirit, and our holistic faith, especially for moms. And I know that we all just really struggle with um, integrating all of those into a whole perspective. And so I encourage you to go check it out. But I wanted to share a story that the Lord has really been Um, highlighting for me and showing me the heart of connection and the heart of him and pursuing connection with me, excuse me. And to kick off this series, I wanted to share this story because a, I want you to know I have not arrived. You guys, I am in this journey probably more than anyone that listens. I am the first one to um, admit that I, I really struggle with this interconnected. My default mode is to compartmentalize. My default mode is to um, not be aware of the connection between my mind and my body. And something that really the Lord has rebirthed in me, and he continues to show me that this is a new, the new creation that he is building in me. And Um, what a gift it is. And to be able to look back at story after story and how he has integrated and shown me that he has pursued connection, not only with me one-on-one, but pursuing connection of my whole parts of me, you know? So I wanted to share the story with you as well as um, with my Facebook group, because it's so pertinent to pursuing connection. All right. So let me back up a couple of weeks ago. My husband and I had the opportunity to go up and be a part of a core team at a retreat. It was a beautiful retreat. It is one of my gifts in life. I feel like the Lord has really shown me so much at this retreat. It's heavy, hard work and beautiful light joy that is there. Um, it's hard to explain. It's very much dichotomous in there's usually something that the Lord works in me. And, and also I get to participate in his goodness and his love for other people. Well, coming up to this point of getting ready to pack and leave my four kiddos with my husband, uh, meaning he was coming with me. So we were leaving them with some very amazing people that are part of our lives and fully trust them. And yet I really struggled with anxiety and leaving. And I could feel 
my body starting to worry. I was not sleeping well a few nights before we left. And that's not typical of me to not sleep well because of worried thoughts or anxious thoughts. So I want to share the backstory of this. A couple of years ago, actually, no, it was just a a little over a year ago, which was the last retreat I attended on my way home. I began to feel very anxious. I was driving over. So this place is in the mountains in Colorado, um, beautiful place, but it was winter and I was about to go over a pass called Bertha pass right next to winter park, Colorado. And it was just bumper to bumper traffic. And as I crept up that hill, this long, high, um, narrow, steep, you know, um, cliffs off the side of the road, I began to get more and more anxious. I couldn't catch my breath. I thought I was going to get sick in the car as I was driving by myself. And I ended up, um, I was sweating. I was, um, really feeling like I was having a nervous breakdown And I ended up about halfway up the mountain. I was right at the top of the hill and I ended up turning around the car and going right back down the hill. And I went to the winter park, little, um, town square. I got out of my car. I called Joshua, my husband, and I told him, I can't do it, babe. I cannot get over this mountain. I was totally panic stricken. I couldn't necessarily name exactly what was going on other than I was staring at this mountain and saying I couldn't do it. Now, what he did for me in that moment was he was with me. I pursued connection in that. I can tell you that 80% of me did not want to call him and tell him that I was struggling. I felt it was lame that I was (laughs) having this panic attack over driving over a mountain. It seemed um, like it was not that big of a deal. And yet my body was telling me it was a very big deal. And so what Joshua did for me was he said, babe, let's get through this together. I want you to take a deep breath and I want you to turn on your location on your phone and I can watch you and where you're at coming over the mountain and knowing that, you know, that I know where you're at. And then once you get over the pass, I want you to call me because still it would be a three hour drive home after that. And so I took a deep breath and calmed myself down a little bit. And I began the long haul up over the mountain. It was a good hour of sitting in traffic bumper to bumper traffic of all the skiers that have just left the resort. The snow was coming into town. It was intense, but you know, what held me there was knowing that Joshua was connected to me and knowing where I was at. He knew exactly where I was at and that got me over the mountain. And then once I got over the mountain, the connecting back to him and hearing his voice. And then every so often on my trip home, it got me home. 
I walked in through that door and broke down into his arms. He was my (laughs) way maker, you know, he just was the tangible, beautiful ways of Jesus in that moment. Now, I definitely had to work through some stuff around that. I was ashamed to tell people that I had a panic attack. I was ashamed to um, even go back into that place. And it's still a learning opportunity. So now fast forward to the last few weeks, a couple days before going back to that same retreat. And I started getting nervous. I started thinking about the last time that I went over this mountain, this pass, how I had a nervous breakdown or uh, anxiety attack. And I started getting in my head again. I did not want to let anyone know. Until one night, it was almost like my spirit took over and started talking on my behalf. And we had just finished watching, I think, the Great British Break. Great, great British baking show. And they, my husband and my daughter had gotten up to go get ready for bed. And I just sat there on the couch and I, I said, Hey babe, I need to talk to you. And he comes over and I say, I'm really struggling with leaving. I'm really nervous that I'm going to have another anxiety attack like I did last time. And in all of my fear and sharing that, you know what Joshua did? He acted like Jesus would. He bent down, put his hands on my legs and looked me straight in the eyes. And he said, I'm so sorry, babe. I don't know what else to say, except I'm with you. I see you and I hear you. And I get choked up thinking about that because that was exactly what I needed. I didn't need him to fix it. I, I just wanted to be seen and heard. And in that moment, it was so clear that that's what Jesus does for us. He kneels down, sits in front of us and looks us eye to eye. And he pursues that connection that intimacy. And he sees and he knows us and he's with us. Isn't that beautiful? That in those places that we feel ashamed, broken, um, compartmentalized, cold, numb, he sits with us and he kneels in and he says, I see you. I hear you. I'm with you. And y'all, you know what? The end of the story, we made it over that mountain the next couple of days when we traveled back to this retreat. And we did it. We did it together. We did, Joshua and I made it over the mountain and I expressed where I was at periodically throughout the road trip and said, Hey, I need, I need you to talk me through this. And we ended up doing a, (laughs) I did a practice coaching session with him to keep my mind off of it and to be able to get over this big pass. And we did it and we celebrated and it was so 
beautiful. Now, I know there's still a journey ahead and unpacking and asking Jesus, you know, what is this fear? What is this anxiety? What am I nervous about? And yes, those are all beautiful moments that I get to invite him in and I get to pursue connection with my father, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, the great counselor and, and ask for those things. But in the moment, I just needed his presence and his witness and we did it. So I just wanted to share that as an introduction to pursuing connection, that sometimes it takes us being bold and making that first step. Maybe it's pursuing connection with your spouse like we just we did, admitting to things that we need help with or that we're struggling with. Maybe it's a date night, making that first step. Maybe it's um, with your kids, allowing yourself to create space for your kids, pursuing connection through good questions or even just being there. I know with teenagers, the fact that I just sit with Copeland, my daughter, means the world to her and just listen. Or maybe it's pursuing connection with friends. Maybe this last year, you've had a real hard time connecting with other people. And I encourage you to find healthy friendships to reconnect with. You'll hear in the next couple of months, a podcast of a good friend of mine, Laura and I, and how we have pursued connection and the ways that we've done well and the ways that we've learned a lot. How do you pursue connection in your body? What is your body telling you? And what is your body communicating and trying to connect with your heart? That's another topic we're going to cover with my good friend, Sherry Snyder, as we talk about the body keeps score, man, it's so good. And it was so needed, especially as I really have come to notice personally, this disconnect between what my body is saying and what my mind is telling it to do. And it's beautiful. You guys. There's a beautiful unity that comes into play when we pursue connection and intimacy within our minds, bodies, and our spirit and our relationships with those around us. So I encourage you to start digging in, ask those hard questions. Where is it that I need to be connected more fully to have a holistic approach? It's going to be great. You're going to grow and you're going to have healing And if you need help, I'm here as a spirit-led coach. I would love to dive in with you. I have a free coaching session for, um, for you. If you've not had a coaching session with me, you get three or free 30 minute coaching session for free. Utilize it. You guys, this is what I'm here for you. I also, before we sign off, I wanted to let you know of a couple of announcements. One is, I think right when this comes out, you'll have a couple more days to purchase the Heavenly Commission course, which is my identity course, which helps you really live an empowered life, an intentional life based off of your kingdom identity. 
and it is 50% off you guys. It is only $64 and 50 cents for the regular silver level online course. If you want personal coaching with me, which is the gold level, it is only $250. You guys, that is a steal until March 31st. And then I'm taking it off my website until another time. So if you want a personal spirit-led coaching through your own eight-week course on identity, mission, and goals, you get 45 minutes of my coaching every week for $250. That is crazy. You know how much coaching is right now? (laughs) I'm seeing on Facebook people offering coaching for thousands of dollars for an hour. That is wild. So snag it up. I would love, love to be your cheerleader, your accountability partner, your facilitator to listening to the Holy Spirit. Okay. Also, another announcement is just be aware of in the next few months, there's going to be some great new courses coming out. Some are going to be online and some will be Zoom based. And one is the Reengage Your Heart course, which I did back in the fall, which is all about coming back into touch with your heart because your heart matters. So, in what ways can we reengage that heart? So, that's coming out in the late spring early summer. And then in the fall, I get the honor and the privilege to have my mom, Beverly Miriam, a licensed professional counselor, come and join me to do a course on boundaries. She is a boundaries coach. She has done it for many, 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 many years, and she will be doing a boundaries coaching course. So that's coming in the fall. So just to put a little bug in your ear, and excitement for what's ahead. I'm so excited for all of this. I'm thankful for each and every one of you listeners. Please share and subscribe. If you know somebody who's going to enjoy this series, that means the world. Sign up for our newsletter to stay in touch. Join our Facebook group. Oh man, there's so many great offerings for you. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to Holistic Hearts. As always, leave a review and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to find out more about my mom and all the things she is writing about, go to www.kristenfieldschadwick.com.